You are listening to the Wisdom with Trish podcast. This is episode 69, Discipline versus Devotion. Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish. I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years, and I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep, most of my life I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Hey, 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 friends. All right, we're smack in the middle of summer. And man, it's hot in Texas. (laughs) It's hot. But actually, when you listen to this, I'll actually be in Utah, where we have like a family reunion planned with my kids, and I have my nephew getting married. So when you hear this, I'll be, I'll be in Utah. So, but Utah right now is hot too. So I don't know if we're going to be getting a break from the heat. I don't know. But I just embrace it because I don't want it to be cold. I'm perfectly happy with some heat. At least I can have AC. It's fine. But anyhow, today I'm super excited to be chatting with you. I um, wanted to talk about something today that I actually learned from one of my business coaches. I follow a few on Instagram and they always teach me so much because what you guys don't see on your end is when I first started the podcast, I really just had things to say. And then as I've having my, I've been, you know, coming and talking to you every week. And then God's been prompting me further to help women with the tools I've learned and to make programs and things available to other women to help them. And so that has become a business for me. And so I really when I started my first podcast I wasn't like ooh, and this is gonna be my business (laughs) I never thought that but it's become that and I love it and it's just something I hold really dear to my heart the fact that I play a small role in helping you in your journey of loving who you are loving the space you take up in the world I that that's a very um I don't take that lightly that that's something that that I wear and weighs on me and I take very serious. And so, but what I didn't know about having a business is your brain just shows up. It totally shows up. And what do I mean? Like our brain's designed to protect us, right? So anytime you do something new, your brain's going to be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, that's dumb. No one would ever care about that. So that all happens to me. So when you see me launch breathe and you, um, see me on social media, you have to know, like, I'm overcoming my brain the whole time. And so that requires me to have business coaches to do that in my world. So I have a coach, and then I have some business coaches who I love to follow, and their content really helped me to 
manage my brain while I have this business. <laughs> and um, because really my business is about helping women and I want to do that. But my brain doesn't think we should be doing that. My brain thinks, oh, let's stay safe and not do anything new. <laughs> but that doesn't help anybody. And so my brain just wants to fail ahead of time and just not do anything. That's how my brain wants to work. And so if you're in that boat, maybe not with a business, but with trying something new and you're like, well, I don't want to do that. And your brain's telling you that you just have to know that's your brain's job. And you have to go, oh, no brain. I know you don't want to do it, but we're going to do this anyway. And you have to really overcome that. So one of these business coaches, she, um, Amber Smith, if you're a business person, you should go follow her. She's pretty great. She um, talked about this idea when it came to business, but, you know, I hear things from her and I take it into the world that I coach in and this world of accepting ourselves, stop believing diet culture and its messages, and really loving the space we take up in the world and taking amazing care of ourselves. Like, that's the sweet spot. That's where, I, that's where we're all trying to, like, land. And so... She said something that, man, it hit me and I wrote it down and I thought, that's a podcast. She said, she said, she just said, are you doing, working on your business because of, like, you have to be disciplined in your business or are you working on your business because of your devotion to your business and you, to your purpose? So we, I want to talk about that today. Devotion and discipline. Discipline versus Devotion. In our plant-based, loving ourself journey. When we think of discipline, um, I think that for me, I always equate discipline with maybe the diet I'm doing. Like I always would attribute, maybe I didn't do that diet well enough because I wasn't disciplined enough. Like that's what that kind of comes up for me when I think of discipline in our arena that we're talking about here today. What is discipline? What comes up for you? So we know everything we do in the world, we do because of how we feel that drives our actions. So if what kind of feelings come up for you when I say the word discipline? For me, when I think of the word discipline, it gives me feelings of not measuring up, like feelings of inadequacy. Like I'm never going to have enough discipline in my life to do this thing that I've never seemed to have been able to conquer my whole life. If I'm talking about me shrinking my body, right? And if I have done it, I have done it with discipline when I have been in the space of keeping my body smaller for those eight years, but that discipline came with an eat, you know, disordered eating. So discipline for me, I, we want to find the feelings in this plant-based journey and loving ourselves that create the action that we want and desire that will create the results we want. And so for me, I don't find a lot of, feelings that create movement and momentum and moving forward with that word discipline. I looked up discipline in the 
dictionary because I just thought, well, what? Maybe maybe I'm thinking too hard on this. Maybe discipline is a softer word and I think of it as a stricter word. But I think we're thinking of it the right way because listen to this. It says the practice of training people to obey rules or a, obey a code of behavior, even using punishment to correct. Man, talking about discipline in the world of dieting, that is like, exactly. I mean, you could just like, you could take out the word discipline and put diet, the practice of training people to obey rules and code of behavior. And we use punishment if necessary, right? Don't we do that when we diet? Fascinating to me. So for me, discipline in this plant-based journey doesn't give me the feelings I need to create what I want to create. But let's shift over to devotion. If I'm devoted to something, that feels very different to me. Um, I've said many times when you, the way that you eat becomes a matter of your testimony, it's a game changer. And I think that that's because of this little piece of devotion. And let's let me tell you what the de- what devotion, what the um, dictionary says that is. It's love loyalty, enthusiasm for a person or an activity or a cause, even a religious worship or observance. I love all of that. I'm like, okay, if I have a, if I can love myself, have a loyalty to this way of God's eating, if I come with enthusiasm Enthusiasm drives lots of, um, I love that feeling to be enthusiastic about something. Oh, I love that for a person or an activity or a cause. What if the cause is ourselves? I love the idea of doing something that's truly in the best interest of me. I love that. And then, um, it's almost a religious observance. So like what I said, when we make the way we care for ourselves a matter of our testimony and our love for this body that we have, that's our earthly temple that houses our spirit. And we show devotion to it. See how that energy is so different? I almost look at it as devotion and discipline, like when I think of discipline, I almost think of Satan's plan. I'm going to make everybody be um, righteous. I'm going to make everybody do what they're supposed to. I'm going to make everybody so everybody can um, win eventually, right? And then God's plan was the exact opposite. I'm going to give people their agency, right? It feels that's like that. Those are the thoughts that came up for me when I'm learning about devotion, the difference of devotion and discipline. It's really um, beautiful. Like, what does our life look like if we start having devotion towards it? Having devotion towards our body. When we feel devoted to it. Isn't that so powerful? Um, I really love that. So something that a practice I like to do that 
might serve you as well. And it's actually something that I teach the Breathe members that I'm going to let you be in on today is when I want to create something in my life. And this has really helped me because taking care of myself is something that because dieting kind of robbed me of like, they've kind of like, oh, you take care of yourself, that's dieting, right? So that comes together really easy for me. So like even the other day, I'm like exercising and I remembered old thoughts that I used to have while I exercise. Like I would start exercising and I would think, oh my goodness, here we are again. We're still trying to figure this out. I can't believe I haven't, that we're still living in this bigger body and it's, and we're having to start exercising again. Like, like to me, exercise was always connected to shrinking my body. So I never had a lot of good feelings about that. And then even taking care of myself felt like restriction because I it had was tied to dieting. And so the way I, one of the little tools I used to break all of that and to have not have a diet mindset, but to have a what is in the best interest of me mindset is to go into the future and think of my future self. And boy, I love to think of my future self. I love her. She's adorable. I like to think of her in her mid-70s. And she lives a big life. She helps in the temple. People can't even keep up with her because she's got so much energy. And she works in the temple. She regularly travels to go see her grandkids. She's actively involved in all of her grandkids' lives. She loves to even um, do physical activity with her grandkids. Um, her body doesn't limit her. She, she's active with them and um, healthy to be able to do those things with them. And she still is running the Breathe program and helping women change their lives. And she just loves her earthly experience. So when I tap into her... It's very easy for me in my present state to think, what's in the best interest of her? If I want to have to be who I envision she is, that requires me to do things today so she can have that. And I love future self. And my future self loves me today. My future self is cheering me on. Yes, Trish, you should go on a run today, a walk run. I never run all the time. It's a walk run kind of thing because that will keep you strong. So when we're 75, we can be keeping up with those grandkids. Do you see that? Do you see how that energy is so different? My future self is cheering me on and saying, Trish, I know sometimes eating plants feels a little bit boring, but just keep doing it because... That is going, we are creating the life that's going to keep us healthy for a long time. It's so good, Trish. Keep going. So I have a relationship with that future self. I love her. She loves me. And we're in a partnership because we want to create something for each other long term. She cheers me on, right? And I'm doing what it takes to create her in the future, but I like to think of her as she already exists. That, my friends, is devotion. I feel devotion to her. I want you to do that too. Think of yourself 20 years from now. For me, I'm thinking in a little, I'm not 
I'm, that's a little longer than 20 years for me, but not much. 20, 30 years from now, think of her. And if you're more up in age, maybe you already are 75, think of your little 85-year-old self. Whatever that is, you have a future self. Honestly, you have a future self tomorrow. Like I like to do my dishes every night for my future self because my future self tomorrow is super appreciative that she doesn't wake up to dirty dishes in the sink, (laughs) right? Sometimes I like to take a shower the night before because I know my future self wants to sleep 10 more minutes before I get up and have to get ready. All those things I do for my future self. So your future self can be as much as tomorrow. But I love to push it out a little further and to think years down the road. And what am I doing for her? And that brings devotion. That brings devotion, those feelings of devotion, love, loyalty. I'm loyal to that future, Trisha. I, I have enthusiasm for her, Right? And then, so I have that piece. And then I have the piece of, I love to exercise faith in my health journey. It's a missing, it's a missing link that I had for most of my life. When I make this about God, it's a game changer. It just is. And let me explain why. Most of you know, I live in a body that I think is great, but for many years, I did not think that because I was not a single digit number. I thought that that was what was required. And that is what's taught in the plant-based world that that is also required, right? Like we all get those messages. But because of that, because I thought that that was, that that was the result, that the only result that was valuable When that didn't start happening for me in the plant-based world, y'all, I would have been out of here by now. I'd have been like, that didn't work. Next, please. But when you make this about your testimony and you really want to um, follow God, and you make this about his instruction to us, that brings a new level of peace because now now my result is, oh, well, I'm doing what you ask. And the results are not even up to me. That's the faith part, right? The results are just what they are. And he's in control of that because I'm just doing what he's asked. I'm doing my part. For me, that changes everything. I don't have to be in charge of the result. He is. And so when that changed for me, I, I might have said this on the podcast before, but what happens to me is my brain, my human brain shows up and says, oh, well, maybe if we just go try this. And, you know, I still have that come up because my human brain's been doing that for 30 years. It doesn't know. It, I have to like be in charge of it and manage it to not have it do that still. So it shows up. And when that happens, sometimes I listen to it and I kind of go into a spiral and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe we should like really just eat two pounds of vegetables for breakfast and not eat anything else. And maybe like, I want to just start biohacking my way to a different result. Right. And I want to start becoming fixated on it. And I want to become, I, you know, overly, um, I want, I, I just start causing my own misery by thinking that I have to like do more and more and more and more within this plant-based world. 
because I think I have to have that result. So when that shows up and I stay, I stay in that for a little bit and then I recognize it and I literally feel God's hand on my shoulder, you guys. He's like, Trish, you have the answers. That isn't, all of that is not necessary. You're good. But that's, that's the loop I go through, right? Because I have a human brain. I don't even, I don't make it mean the tools that I have aren't working. I don't make it mean um, that I haven't really found the answers. None of that. What I know when I go into that loop is that I'm not managing my brain. And as soon as I recognize it, I'm like, oh, my brain's being, being a little naughty. It's like, you know, the toddler with the Sharpie making a huge mess. I got to go take the Sharpie away. And then I come back to, and I choose reality. I choose the reality that I think. And my thought is, it's that faith piece. I am eating exactly the way God wants me to eat, and God's got this. That is devotion, y'all. That is beautiful. That is what I am offering to you today. Discipline is only going to get you so far. Because discipline... Love was not listed in the discipline points. Discipline is just an act of you always fighting your natural man. But how do we get around that? We jump into devotion, into love, loyalty, enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. It's a religious worship. That, has, that is going to create the feelings that you need to do this for long periods of time. To not make this a diet. Discipline is that um, I, I would, I, when I've tried to stop Diet Coke in the past, it was discipline that I would always try to focus on to stop. And it would only work for a few months and then I would always be back. And when I, and now I see that when I switched my mind about it, when I made it a matter of God and a matter of my love for this earthly temple I have and what's doing its best, my desire for that lessened and I didn't need to have it in my house all the time. Do you see that? But white knuckle gripping it with discipline never worked. So I don't know where you are in your journey. Um, I don't know what you're hearing me say about today that's strike strike you know striking a nerve with you in certain areas but just know that feeling devotion towards yourself and this process is going to get you so much further than feeling discipline about this discipline's not going to get us anywhere so think about that today devotion versus discipline and what does what do those two words create like what thoughts do they create in your mind and what feelings do they create because truly, when you're feeling the way that um, feels good to you, it's going to create the action you want in your life. And you don't even need discipline because you're doing things based on a love of you, based on that loyalty and that enthusiasm. All of that will exist and the actions become easy. And that's what we want. All right, y'all. Devotion versus discipline. I love it. Thanks to Amber Smith for popping that in my brain and making that um, something that I've pondered on. All right, y'all. 
Hope you're eating plants and I hope your life is beautiful. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you and then I record that and then other women will watch while you are helped and then you watch other women when they're helped and it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful there's a lot of other perks when you're a breathe member so you receive coaching you get to watch other women be coached and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide. So right now, there's two courses in the membership. One is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting. So if you're at the very beginning of your journey, that will help you so much. Now, if you're a little bit further along in your journey, you will probably love my course that is on self-care. And it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks and it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you and this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program but now it's also offered in breathe something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support there'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with. And remember, you're going to be seeing these other women be coached. So you will get to be honestly their best friends. It will be a wonderful community. And you know, sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture, it's a little bit lonely. So that will be a wonderful support for you. The last thing, I provide weekly meal plans. I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can um, it can be very user-friendly for you. So come join me in breathe you remember nothing in your life has to change for everything to change and that's the work we do in breathe have you come up for air have you needed help to keep breathing i got you come join us and breathe have you downloaded my free commitment planner okay if you haven't you totally need to it's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, 
Are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.